covers local football in this great town of ours as well as keeping up with all the frills and spills highs and lows of my team Hastings United on the show this week week 35 the Hastings Report as we run through the goings on for all our local sides in the SCFL MSFL and ESFL then we have the SBTS Fan Roundtable as we have the pleasure of being joined again by the Canby Island Ultra John Andrews Enjoy grassroots football fans. And now to week 35 of the Hastings Report. It gives me great pleasure to introduce week 35 of the Hastings Report. With, unfortunately not with my co-host Leon Pettit. He's not here for this one. Uh, so it's me or my lonesome. So as we come towards the end of this season, let's get cracking on the SCFL results. So on the Tuesday the 18th, it was Little Common nil, Bexhill nil. It was an excellent performance from the Little Commons. Matt Crutwell in goal meant the, sh- the points were shared at the recreational ground. Then on the 22nd, on the Saturday, it was Little Common 2, AFC Upfield 1. Uh, Jamie Bunn and JJ Walker, who scored an absolute cracker, did JJ Walker, won it for Little Common. Uh, they managed to hang on in the end after a late goal from Upfield nearly spoiled this end-of-season win. A very comfortable mid-table finish for Russell Eldridge's men. And I've got a report from the Common themselves, from uh, Daniel Eldridge. Uh, Little Common completed their season with a 2-1 win over Uckfield, clinching 11th, 11th place finish, and that is their highest ever points total. The Commoners saw Paul Feekins and Freddie Warren come in to replace the unavailable Louis Walker and Alvin Scott in an otherwise unchanged lineup. Both teams made positive at attacking starts. Russell Eldridge, free kick just eluded Jamie Bunn for Common, while Gabenga Dubril was proving a real handful for the Common defence at the other end. It was Common who broke the deadlock after nine minutes. Once again, Eldridge played in Bunn from a free kick, and the Common midfielder made no mistake, slotting past the visiting keeper. The visitors remained positive, but were unable to trouble Matt Crutwell in the Common goal, and a free kick, which cleared the crossbar, was, a, was the closest they came to an equaliser. Common could have extended their lead on the stroke of half-time, but James Miriam Batchelor saw his effort saved at the near post. Crutwell made a, an absolutely great save from a header in the opening minutes of the second half, and another free kick just drifted over the bar. The visitors pressing, it was Common who put the game to bed in the 80th minute when a loose ball in the edge of the area was drilled home by JJ Walker. Lewis Parsons saw a header hit the post before the visitors grabbed a consolation deep into stoppage time. Thank you very much for that, Daniel. Then again on the Saturday, it was Crowborough Athletic 1, Bexhill United 2. Bexhill completely against the run of play, went 1-0 down in this game. Uh, but goals from Jack Shonk and Aaron Cook put Bexhill 2-1 up by half-time. 
Krober could have nicked a point at the death if it wasn't for a superb penalty save from Alex Zamani. Meant they kept all three points and a seventh place finish for Bexhill. We must mention that they broke their win record with 22 wins this season. And uh, Borna Totter, need to mention here, as he was showing off the excellent Cobra programme and highly recommends the halftime hot dogs. Then we move on to the MSFL. On the Wednesday, 19th of, of April, Robberfield 1, Hollington 5, 3-0 at half-time. Game was over in the first half. Uh, Paul Rogers with a hat-trick and Daniel Tewksbury with two. Uh, Robberfield still managed to miss a penalty. Uh, but, uh, yep, comfortable win there for Hollington. Then on the Friday, the 21st, it was the Hastings FA Intermediate Cup uh, at the Pilot Field where Crowhurst were entertaining Westfield. And, well, uh, a convincing win for Westfield as they uh, brought that silverware home. 4-1 uh, winners, 3-0 at half-time. Josh Pookin with a couple. Harry Murphy and Ryan Moore uh, got the goals for Westfield. Dobby Clark got the goal for Crowhurst and uh, Crowhurst's Carl Tomlin saw red. Then back in league action on the Saturday, Battletown 1, Sudderscombe Rangers 1. We've got Sudderscombe Rangers goal scorer, which is Re Regan Constable. We don't have Battletown's goal scorer at time of recording. Uh, Balcom 1, Hollington 4, Christopher Cumming, Bart, Daniel Rogers, Paul Rogers and Daniel Tewksbury got the goals for Hollington uh, and third placed Balcom were seen off with ease. Hollington remain undefeated in the league. So, MSFL fixtures. Tonight, as I'm recording this, Hollington United are playing Balcom at the New Haven ground, the Trafalgar ground, in the Mid-Sussex Charity Cup. Will it be as comfortable as their game on Saturday as Hollington try again to bring Cup Silverware back home to the Gibbons? I certainly hope so. And on the Saturday coming, we've got Willingdon Athletic versus Settlescombe Rangers. Uh, the bottom club, Willingdon, Will they go through the season without a win? And I certainly think Sudderscombe won't be giving them anything this Saturday. We've got Balcom uh, versus Westfield. Uh, Westfield finished their season on the road at Balcom. And could they do the win double over them? I certainly think they can. Uh, Battle finish off their season on Saturday against Hollington. Bring the mighty Hollington coming to their ground. And hopefully when the Hollington come, they will be uh, double holders by then. And on the uh, Bank Holiday Monday, Jack in the Green Day, uh, Settlescombe Rangers will be playing Robberfield. Let's hope May Day will bring a few to Settlescombe as Settlescombe finish their 22-23 campaign against Robberfield. I hope they get three points there as well. Right, so let's move to the ESFL Prem. Uh, Westfield Reserves 1, Punnettstown 0. Uh, Joe Page getting a goal for Westfield. Uh, Dipping form right at the wrong time for Punnets and uh, as their total hopes are fading. Uh... Westfield go forth with that win. Yeah, again on Wednesday it was Bexhill AAC one, Sidley United two. No, no goals up for Bexhill at the moment, but Sidley's goal scorers were Andrew Atkin and Steve Moat. Then on the Saturday, uh, a few double headers happening here. It was uh, St Leonard Social one, Bexhill AAC two. There is no goal scores on any social media, uh, so I can't give you them. And then, funny enough, uh, in the uh, in their other double header, it was uh, Bexhill. AAC 3, St. Leonard Social 1. Uh, again, no goal scorers. My apologies. Okay, uh, Sidley United 3, Punnets Town 5. Punnets getting goals through Casey Ham with a couple. Alexander Burton with two and Calvin Foster. Uh, Logan Copley got a pen for Sidley. Lewis Wade and an own goal. 
the goals for Sidley. Sidley were winning this one early, but uh, Punnett's fought back from 2-0 down to win in some style. Westfield reserves six, Rockenor one. That boy Connor McManus gets a goal again. Joe Page with two. Ben Radley, Carl Young and Lee Payne getting the goals for Westfield reserves. Robertsford United nil, Rytown seven. Uh, George Goetz getting two, Sam Hesmer with two, Charlie Stevens, Sammy Folks, and Sam Cooper getting the goals for Rye. And it is, well, it's only a matter of time till Rye are back on top of the league with this convincing win. Uh, they're two points off top and they've got three games in hand. Now to ESFL Division 1. Uh, Saturday game, it was Little Common Reserves nil, Sandhurst seven, four goals for Robert Briley. John Billsby and that boy James found the net twice. James found with two. It's tight at the top. Sandhurst with a game in hand or one point behind. Tackleway, win or draw and they are champions. Junior Club Tackleway three. Parson move nil. Lewis Finch, Cal Hakos and Toby Payne with those goals. Just some fixtures to talk about in the ESFL. We've got uh, the Robertsbridge Charity Cup. It's uh, Sandhurst facing Orrington at Little Common Rec. That's on the 26th. So that's Wednesday at 7.15 if you can get there. And also the ESFL Challenge Cup. It's Pesh Hill versus Junior Club Tackleway. That's at the Pilot Field. That is on that is on Friday night. That's uh, 7.45 kickoff at the Pilot Field. That should be a tasty one. ESFL Division 2. Uh, Ninfield 5. Icklesham Casuals nil. Mark Franks. Joe Trigwell with a hat-trick and Jack White. And uh, point clear with a gaming hand. Looks like it's Nimfields. On the Saturday again, it's uh, Hollington United Reserves 2. Uh, Victoria Baptist nil. Taylor Bill and Ben Phipps getting the goals for Hollington. Uh, the last game in Division 2, which was Pesh Hill versus Bexhill Rovers. Unfortunately, Bexhill Rovers couldn't raise a side. So that's a home win for Pesh Isfeld Division 3. Uh, the Tuesday night game, it was Crowhurst Reserves 2, Bexhill AAC Reserves 1, Andy Howe getting 2 for Crowhurst, Jaden Dowlin getting the goal for Bexhill. And then on the ni- uh, 19th of Wednesday, Hastings Comets 0, Ticehurst 1, Edward Harwood getting the goal there. Still on Wednesday, it was Rytown Reserves 2, Catsfield 1, Jules Phillips and Brendan Doherty. Uh, Catsfield's goal from David Howes. But then we go to the Saturdays, a few double headers in here, and it's uh, Ticehurst 1, Mountfield 0, with uh, Danny McGahan getting the goal for Ticehurst. Uh, in the second game, uh, Mountfield United 1, Ticehurst 3, uh, Danny McGowan getting a goal again, uh, Darren Nichols and Harvey Maskell getting those goals for Ticehurst. Another double header, Crowhurst reserves 2, Sovereign Saints reserves 2. Uh, unfortunately, Crowhurst haven't put their goal scorers down, but Sovereign Saints goal, goal scorers are Cameron Apt and Marcus Parrott. And in the uh, second game, it, funnily enough, it was a uh, draw again. It was Crowhurst 2, Sovereign Saints reserves 2. Still no goals up for Crowhurst in the second game, but Sovereign Saints scorers were that Cameron Apt again and Nicholas Barden. Another double header, Bexel double AC reserves nil. Orrington 1, uh, Frank Fuller getting the goal for uh, Orrington in the first game. In the second game, it finished 0-0. Rytown reserves 2, Hurstman Zoo 1. That was the battle of second versus first. Uh, big win there for Rytown. Uh, Robert Levitt and Darren Warren getting the goals for Rytown. The goals are not up yet for Hurstman Zoo. Hastings Comets 0, 
Catsfield 1, David Birch with the goal for Catsfield. Now we move on to Division 4. On the Wednesday, Robertsbridge United reserves 1, Hawkehurst United reserves 3, Alfie Field, Freddie Field and George Lawrence for Hawkehurst with Matthew Barnett getting the goal for Robertsbridge. Uh, Saturday's games, uh, Westfield Fourths 3, Hawkehurst United reserves 2, uh, goals from Bobby Bolduck, Kevin Allman and Ashley Jameson for Westfield. Hawkehurst's goal were from Thomas McQuinney and Mark Mitchell. Uh, Robertsbridge United reserves one. Uh, Sutherland Rangers development four. Unfortunately, none of the goals are up at time of recording. And in the last game, uh, Parson Move thirds two. Wellcroft Park Rangers four. Two goals from Benjamin Ackhurst, James Burnett and Charles Fairweather. Unfortunately, Parson Move thirds haven't got their goals up. Note ESFL team of the week again. So, uh, see you next week. But for starters, no better way than hit 27. It's back on top of the pop status quo. I want you proposing.
great to have him on top of again. That's status quo and what you're proposing. And now over to the SBTS fan round Many thanks to Wendy John, Will Z, George who bangs the drum, Photobomb Bennett, Big Mouth and Cujo, and of course, John Andrews from Canby Island for making it happen. We've even got dogs on here, mate. We've even got dogs on here today. Professional. That dog ate my program. I'm having words with that dog. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'll get you another one. What one was it? Yeah, so that's another thing I want to talk to you about, Mark. Your dog. So that's that's another one on the list. Uh, <laughs> you Cujo. left it on the floor. Cujo, mate. That is Cujo, that dog. Oh, yeah, he looks like Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I better start. Right, it gives me great pleasure to... Introduce episode 103's uh, Fan Roundtable uh, with some wonderful guests as ever. Uh, firstly, the special, special guest, uh, Jonathan Andrews from the Canvey, Canvey Ultras, the lovely Canvey Island in the playoffs and playing tomorrow against Averley. Uh First of all, John, big hello. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for having me back on, Chris. Pleasure. Always a pleasure. Talking of always a pleasure, it's always a pleasure to have the lovely Windy, Windy John here. Uh, John, how are you, sir? I'm fine, mate. Yeah, thank you. Uh, and also, uh, Georgie bangs the drum. Uh, nice to see you back on, sir. Yes. Good to see you, Chris. Lovely. Uh, I'm not sure what I want to say to Malcolm and his attack dog uh, <laughs> that ate my program <laughs> and tried to drink my beer. Hang on, your dog drank my beer, didn't it? Uh, he tried to. Right. I managed to no. pull him away from that, but I took my eyes off him when he got your program. Yeah, so who joke? I can only apologise, and he apologises, but he said it was very nice. <laughs> no, and obviously, Malk, uh, lovely to have you on. Uh, well, that's uh, season over for, for us, Hastings. Obviously, not for the Canvey. Um, I thought while Jonathan's on, we might quickly shoot in to talk about the playoffs, first of all. Um, Jonathan, you obviously, uh, you're making the trip, uh, well, the very short trip, uh, watching the Avely, obviously, tomorrow. No, of course. Um, I mean, we're at home, so yeah, it's a, yeah. an absolute bubble. But um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it now. I'm, I'm sure the nurse will start kicking in from tomorrow morning until I'm at the game. So it's going to be a big night, another big one. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Good luck. Now, you, yeah, you, you've played them before. Now, I'm sure you've actually done too badly against them. Have you got like about four four points off them out of six this season? Am I uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I must admit, they give us a run for their money the other week um, because they went. 2-0 up for the majority of the game uh, and they killed our whether hopes we had left of the title and in about the 90th minute we pulled one back 94th uh, got the equaliser so I think that's the last four meetings now they haven't beaten us uh, we've beat them twice and drew the other two times so it's always been tight in those games against Avely so expecting nothing less uh, tomorrow night either I'm not a massive fan of Avely, um, so I'm, I'm very much wishing you do beat them. Um, lads, any uh, comments to John? Uh, same as what you just said. <laughs> yeah, good luck tomorrow. Um, although uh, I really enjoyed uh, visiting your ground, actually, this season. Um, one of the better ones in the league, so it'll be a shame, shame to lose it. But yeah, best of luck in the playoffs. Ah, thank you, boys. Appreciate that. Yeah, it was good having you down a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so you definitely brought a good little vocal support. That's what we liked down at Park Lane. Always have a little bit of back and forth. Yeah, it's good fun. Got anything to say, Malk? No, just um, echo that. Good luck tomorrow. Um, I prefer Canby uh, to get through, I think, rather than Avely. Um, but apart from their bar, it's a nice little ground down there. <laughs> oh, gosh, yeah, the bar is yeah, trust, trust me, we're... Uh, bit of bar. <laughs> I don't know. It's, yeah, we've... Uh, 
we've all jumped on that and always become a bit ridiculous anytime we get over 600 people there now. So, yeah, but yeah, something to look into in the, in the off-season. So what's, what sort of gate are you expecting tomorrow, roughly, do you reckon? Uh, well, I mean, it follows the sort of game we had the other week. Um, <laughs> we know they're a big physical side, really. I mean, I guess maybe that's why some people take an issue with their football, really, because I suppose to other sides in this league who do play that sort of more um, sort of intrinsic passing football, more attacking, they're a little bit more compact, I believe. They've mm. sort of got a lot of big bodies in their side, very physical, and that's what stunted us a little bit um, last Tuesday. So we're expecting the same again, but, you know, I mean, they were out seeking just only needed a point last week to make playoffs. So both teams going to be going full on in this one. Yes, uh, it's going to be a, a big ask, but yeah. expecting a really good game, tight game. I think it will go all the way. Big crowd? Yeah, I can see it being a big crowd. Um, I mean, we had 1,120 there for the Lewis game on Saturday. So it's good. I can see this if, well, Abley actually turn up with more than... 15 fans this time. <laughs> yeah, then I can see it breaking the 2000 barrier, I reckon. Yeah. Well, I just heard those comments. So, what you're saying is Abley basically are anti football. They play anti football. Would we agree on that one? Uh, yeah. Uh, that Well, that seemed to be the way they were set up the last time we played them anyway. Um, I mean, it, it seems to be a, a classic tactic adopted from the Ismian North days. Um, we always said there used to be two types of teams in that division they were the ones who could play football and the ones who couldn't. And the ones who couldn't normally tended to be our Achilles heel. So I think normally it seems to be a case of anyone who wants to beat Canby sets up to just stifle us. So it almost paid off for them last week. Um, they just fell asleep in the last five minutes and give us two goals. But, you know, we know they've got goals in them as well. They've got two good um, forwards up front who travelled us last week. I know we know one of them especially well because he used to play for us. Uh, won a player of the season award over at our place at one point. A boy called George Sykes. So... We know what he's got in his locker, so we're just going to have to be up for that. Uh, but, you know, we've got, obviously, you saw when you come down to our place, we've got the players who can turn the game. So, unfortunately. What was that? Sorry, Chris. I said, unfortunately, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that, just quickly on Averley, I always love to bring this story up. Now, obviously, I did ask Averley to come on, actually. Um, I've not got a great record with Averley because the last person I spoke to on this podcast, um, who was it with the Sons of Averley? Do you know the Sons of Averley there, John? That's the I've fan group. chatted with one or two of them before over uh, Twitter messages and that. Yeah. yeah. Not really personally knowing them, though. Yeah, so I had one on the podcast uh, probably about two years ago. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and he, he um, well, he, he he spoke to me for a while. Then he then he blocked me uh, and he changed sex. He became a woman. Um, and, uh, well, he's he's still involved with the Sons of Abley uh, in a different form. Um <laughs> And no, they obviously don't like me. I can't. I can't think why, Jonathan, because you know I'm a lovely person, don't you? I still owe you a <laughs> no, beer. I still owe you a beer this time, actually. No, I still owe you a beer as well. So no, that is that's uh, that's rather strange. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, they they do seem. Um, I don't know. For the most the most part, any time we've encountered Abley, they seem to be harmless. But they have got some strange characters there. So random people who have migrated out of London and uh, yeah, yeah. so. Seen them bring all the uh, quirkiness with them, if for the better or worse. I tell, how, how carefully said, Jonathan. Well done. <laughs> uh, yeah. Willsy. Uh, Willsy. Hello. You, right. Can you hear me? John, I've got. Right. Can you hear me? Whose dog is barking? It's not my dog, and it's causing my dog grief. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's my voice is a bit. 
My throat's a bit sore. It's not a dog at all. It's Inspector Cluso. It's not my dog. <laughs> no dog in my ass. I can't be made, yeah. boys. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. We'll stop. Right. So I've got I've got Jonathan on from the um um Cavie Island. Yeah, John. Can you hear me? Okay, now. <laughs> John. <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> Can you hear me? Oh, I don't know. They, they, what it is, the nursing home he's in. He, 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 <laughs> right, J- John. Hello, yeah. shall I hold up cards or can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Jonathan. Oh, right, okay, then. That's, that's fine. Sorry about this, Jonathan, mate. Um, I've got... It's all right, good entertainment for a <laughs> What do you want to know, anyway? Oh, fuck's sake. How'd you get on at Crufts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even own a dog. That's the thing. <laughs> Where, honestly, is that coming from you, Malk? That barking? No, honestly, no, he's, <laughs> no, he's, here. he's coming he's up here. to see right. what that dog is. That's fantastic. Right. It's here. I'm yeah. out in the garden. Yeah, we, yeah, we've gathered that. Is this an episode in honour of Paul O'Grady? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, is this is the last one then. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Well, I, I'm gonna too soon, too soon, too soon. This is why we're Sorry. not in the playoffs. This sort of shit. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, we don't deserve it, do we, Jonathan? No, um... no boys, just trust me, it's entertaining <laughs> me. But... No, leave that alone, Jenny. Hey, hey, <laughs> what's going on there? There's a bit of animal husbandry going on here. Right. Right. Come on, right. What's happening there? anyway? Oh. Get you want to get you right. It's right, very unprofessional. Off. You want right. to get your act together. Right. John, this <laughs> is the last time I'm going to This is the last time I'm asking now, mate. Right. Jonathan's on from Canby Island. Yeah? Hello, Jonathan. Yeah. They, He's praying they go up so he doesn't have to do this next season. Decent. We'll do our best, mate. Yeah, so they've got they've got Avery tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything you want to say? Otherwise, I'm going to... If Jonathan wants to hang about, he can. I think you probably want to get out of here. But yeah, <laughs> no. Good. Good luck with that. Um, I mean, Avery, similar to us, came up and have done incredibly well. Um, you know, had a great run at the end of the season that just carried on and on. So it's gonna it's gonna be a tough match. Right, that's that's, that's my words that. of wisdom. That took ten minutes. Definitely take those into your. Into his stride, John. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. But no, we know it's going to be tough, mate. Um, as you say, yeah, both of us come up. So, yeah, it's going to be a good battle. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it'd be, I think it'll be one all. And the linesman on the left will have a like a magnum moustache. <laughs> the one on the other side will be bald. That's my prediction for the game. There you go. Okay. Um, I wonder where I can get those odds. Yeah. Like the underbookies in the morning. Yeah, pa- yeah Paddy Power, mate. <laughs> Obviously yourself, yeah. You, it's Hornchurch Cray. You've got a fancy Hornchurch winning, or do you think Cray might nick it? I know Cray have been fairly, fairly nice little tidy running towards the end of the season. Who do you fancy playing out of those two teams if you do get past Avery? I think out of the two, I would probably pick Hornchurch purely for the fact that we've taken six points off this year. Yeah, but I think either side we face is going to be hard. I mean, Hornchurch. Um, they nearly went all the way last year. Obviously, lost out to Chesson, who ironically were the form team coming into the playoffs, a bit like Cray. So, they'll be looking to avoid a repeat of that. Obviously, Cray got some really good players there. Um, as you say, they've come in a great little run of form. Mm. So, again, another, another hard game to call, harder than it probably seemed on paper. But, yeah, 
Hornchurch would be my pick out the two. Have a big day out down there and hopefully, yeah, um, ruin another big day for Hornchurch like Chesson did. Well, listen, chap, if you if your boys do get through, uh, know that all of us will raise a beer and um, wish, you, wish you well done and good luck in uh, the division above. Nah, thank you, boys. Appreciate that. Big well yeah. done on um, your season as well, boys. Obviously, I know you didn't quite get to the playoffs as you were hoping for in the end, but that's a fantastic achievement for you coming into this division. Obviously, getting that top 10 finish like you have. I'll say a good little bunch of people down at Hastings really enjoyed the visit this year. So, if we if we do see you again, we'll definitely get that beer next year. No, if we don't, not. then, yeah, all the best. And hopefully you go one step further next year, boys. And if you get, yes. Yes. If you get, if you get invited back on here again, don't forget to bring your dog. <laughs> yeah. you're not coming in. Oh, I, don't, I, don't know, mate. I, I just, I don't know what to say. I just don't know what to say. Hey, Jonathan, cheers, mate. Thank you. Take care. I'll let yeah, you all go. The best, John. Cheers, John. Thank you. Cheers, mate. gentlemen. Take care, I can feel Tim Booth Jones typing on the forum, moaning about how our fans have disgraced ourselves in front of opposition again. <laughs> I, I, I can feel it. I can feel it. Uh, what? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why you lot do that. Yeah. <laughs> Right then, let's crack into our stuff. So we're going to talk about Bows and Pitsy first, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Right what then. a great away day that was. It was, sir. Uh, you, right, you talk. John, you've started. Go on. Oh, what a fantastic away day. Just just the the noise from the away fans from start to finish there. We're, I mean, I don't think people have seen anything like that there. I can't imagine it. It was a... I don't know what the attendance was. Was it about the 400, 450 mark? But... Um, wherever you looked, it was Hastings fans all around the ground, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just looking. Go on, carry on, John. And, uh, you know, it seemed like we were in control f- um, for the entirety of the game. 3-10. And, uh, yeah, 3-10. Yeah, there were a few bleary, bleary-eyed faces around. That was even before the kickoff. But, you know, I, went, I, don't, I, don't know I mean, you, Chris was sharp as a button all the way through, you know. <laughs> He'd obviously kept kept his head, you know, and but but very good day out. It was right up there with with other days, I think. Yeah, it was an away day. It was a great away day, and uh, you know, obviously, I love all all, all you fans. Um, I even love Cujo. I know Cujo's just off camera at the moment. Uh, I love that lovely <laughs> uh, the, the the fiendish program eater. Um, but uh, as a game, like I, I it was. That first half, that that was, I would say it was shocking, but it it, it wasn't great. And uh, thank God Joe Gabodi got a ball in the net and we won 2-0. Um, very forgettable game. Uh, that could be because of the fact that we started at 8.20 in the morning um, on the train up there uh, <laughs> and many beers were drunk. So uh, that could be a reason why. I don't remember as much. But I must say there's a couple of little key points. Uh, firstly, Pev Towner, he bought a round. I think we should all celebrate that. As did everyone, what was that pub we were in, George? It was called the Great Chalvenden Hall. People were dancing from the ceiling when he when he said it, weren't they, George? It was it was unbelievable. I would say moment of the season. Um, Town around. It's, it's just pipped the winner at Bishop Storford. Um, similar sorry, feeling, ben. really. Mm. Elation, uh, yeah. elation, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, Ben's just been just been top there. So he won't be picking up that award on Saturday. That'll be Kev if we can get up the stairs into the, the walls. <laughs> um, so bless him. So um, yeah, top top one from Kev. Um, I hope you got home all right. I don't actually remember uh, anything about my journey home. Um, so I hope hope he was all right. 
Uh, no, so, I yeah. think Adam, the Carter, a big shout to Carter's here. Carter and uh, Lee basically, well, I wouldn't say this, got lumbered because he didn't have his PA. So they were really good to him and um, much love must be sent out to those two because uh, they really did look after Kev. As Kev did appreciate that as well. So um, Yeah, yeah. We always want to, uh, you know, just good, try and help Kev get to games. He's a top yeah. fan, isn't he? So, um, and it's difficult. It's difficult. Um, and some of the grounds we go to or pubs we go to and train stations that aren't accessible and it's really shit. So things need to improve, but yeah. You, you think the underground wouldn't be so bad, would you, George? Wouldn't it? It's, we, we... it's, it's ridiculous. And that nothing, nothing at West Ham, like train, the lift been out of order for two, three months. It's just not really good enough, is it? Um, so yeah, hope where's you got the, home all right. Where's the inclusion? Yeah, exactly. Uh, another mention is um, obviously Sir Keith Wareham. Uh, we sung his song uh, loudly. Um, I think everyone could appreciate Sir Keith Wareham. I don't remember any of that. Do you not remember any of that? Oh, okay. <laughs> I've seen a video. I've seen a video of me singing. It looks like I'm lip syncing badly. Like I'm just I don't know. I thought it was all right. Drum was relatively in time. We'll take that. And uh, so, some magnificent recycling was taking place as well. Uh, we do you... recycle everywhere we go. Yeah. And and just going back to Kev, Chris would have been very keen to help if if Kev had replaced his axle with a beer barrel. In my opinion, but there, there's yeah, some I, classic. I was a bit worse to wear, yes. <laughs> a bit. Trying to fix their stand on um, Saturday, George. <laughs> Who, who's trying to fix a stand? You was with the old uh, the drumstick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just like it was caving in a bit, so yeah, I was trying it's, to hit, just hit make the it roof a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I love that shed end. That's brilliant. That that. That's yeah. fantastic, that. Yeah. It looked good. And uh, who, who took the photo of all the fans at the beginning? Well, it looked like it was the beginning of the day. It must have been because Chris was still standing. So <laughs> There's a picture of me and Andy as well on Twitter. And I look I look, I look, look completely sober. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. I was ruined. Yeah. No, that was a, that was a, um, a local uh, Bowersy person. Uh, yeah, they were good sports, yeah. though, weren't they? It was a good photo. Yeah, cracker photo. Yeah. I sent that one to Robert over in Germany, and he he, he pinpointed you, Chris. Oh, did he? He said, "Is that is that Chris?" I said, "I'm not sure because he is standing." <laughs> so, <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Well, well, anyway, talking of standing, obviously Craigie Stone. <laughs> yeah, I've got oh, I've got Super Malk on here. I'm going to have to ask him questions now. So, um, uh, were you were you at the game, uh, Malk? I didn't think you were there on Saturday. No, I was in Pitsy. Um, no, I wasn't. So you've obviously had a bit of feedback from your son about the game. Do you want to just talk about that quickly before I ask you other questions? Oh, I haven't. I haven't had any feedback from him at all. <laughs> I think it's one of those uh, end of season games where um, he didn't want to tell me anything. I think. Yeah, he probably <laughs> won't. It, if, maybe if it Mal, wasn't my... Go on. If, if Mount wasn't there, how did his dog get there? No, that was the... Um, <laughs> that was the Tuesday, wasn't it? Oh, was it the other game? Yeah. What? The, uh, the home game. The Ricky game. Yeah. No, it was a Saturday game. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, he's not allowed to stay up that late. I can't take him to evening game. Was he like a gremlin? Yeah. 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 What are they saying about you? Mate, that is a vicious animal and it needs control. (laughs) Obviously don't mean that at all, but... um, so, Mal, let's... OK, we're, okay, we're going to move on to a different subject now. Obviously, Go come on. towards the end of the season, you know what I'm going to ask you. Mm. Uh, obviously, Stoney, uh, I well, we, I'm kind of aware that he's had a few offers here and there uh, because he's looking to maybe possibly go into like a player-manager role and, and I, I hope he, he does that sometime soon in the next few years. Um, what's, what's the latest with Craig, or can't you say, or do you not want to say, or 
I can cut this out. At the moment, he's um, he's gonna he's still a Hastings player, um, and for next year, there's nothing concrete, or nothing coming really at all. Um, but it's very early days, and it people mm. have not even had their holidays yet. So, um, yeah, but at the moment, yeah, there's nothing. He's he's still playing for Hastings. He's under contract anyway, isn't he? Yeah, I, but I thought he had another year, didn't he? Yeah, he's got another year's contract. So, are you um, telling me you're not his agent? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just not a busy it's a busy time from january for those that are out of contract um in the summer um but around this time of year us agents are really is quite quiet until let people have their holidays and then we start start really working hard so well yeah, yeah. i mean in, yeah in terms of that so we, we'll be looking at the end of the season now the season's over a uh, good finish for nearly us. nearly no, wait a minute a league season's yeah. over. We've got. We're yeah, going to talk be about the Sussex Cup. Don't I'm be hang negative, on. Chris. The, the league season is over. So That's decent, great. decent place finish. Now, from your experience, Malcolm, when when do people start doing their business in terms of? Um, that sounds a bit dodgy, doesn't it? That when to start trying to shape your side? Do you give it? It is after their holidays, and then you start sort of talking to people. Would they have already started talking now? Um, no. No, it's normally let them have their holidays because people don't make any sort of decisions. They, most most times they um, tell managers and that sort of thing, let me have my holiday and then I'll get back to you when I come back. Um, yeah, players just want at least a couple of few weeks off um, once the season's finished. It's been a long season. Um, and then, yeah, they, they start after that. And different managers do things differently. Some want to get in, all their work in early. Uh, mm. Get their players in, get their team sorted out, um, and others leave it to the last minute and see who's left uh, left about. But um, yeah, so different managers do different things. Right. Okay. You right. you might have just heard a big roar from the pilot field. Who who's playing over there tonight? Crowhurst. and um, Cats. Um, not Catsfield, is it? Crowhurst. This cup final. Crowhurst. Yeah, it sounds lively over there. Ah. Well, we might be joined by Ben Bennett. He's at the game. He said he might come on at the half time. Oh, cool. Hopefully, he's not going to be crying talking about Arsenal. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we're going to talk about Billericay game then, or not? Do you want to talk about the Billericay game? Yeah, I just want to talk about Freddie Leg again. That first goal. Yeah. That first goal, it, it was all him going down that that right wing. I was standing in that corner when it came over to him, and I just, get it over, get over. <laughs> he actually, that ball, it's perfect, straight onto Joe's head. Bang. Honestly, if he's. He's got such a future, I think, doesn't he? <coughs> oh, right, no, at, the, at, the, at the club, it seems to be every season, more than one young player comes through, yeah, has a exactly. pre-season. Dan Rodari, Ben Woods, there's more um, Ollie Black breaking through, then Tom Chalmers, Kane Penn, um, yeah. Freddie Legg, Finley Chapman, so I think have a big season next season. Uh, it's, Kieran? What's yeah, Kieran Moyes. Yeah, yeah, there's... there's, there's there's absolutely loads, and it's it's great to see. Though I think it's the best way to to get players. Sorry, sorry, Mal, if he wants to do the big business and sign players for the big money, so he gets his percentage. But yeah. the best way, really, for the club, and it's I mean, it's great from a fan point of view to see local players come through through the system, which is you know a good system, and and play for the team and play and be for the last few weeks actually one of the best players on the pitch in Freddie Leg. Been, been wonderful to watch. Yeah. yeah, he looks like he's been enjoying his football. Eh? Last last month yeah. or two, really. He's yeah, filled out a bit as well, hasn't he? Yeah, does he's really yeah. bulked himself up muscle, isn't it? You can see he's been working out a bit, and it's it's paid off. He's compared. I mean, he did play last year, didn't he? A few times, but 
this this season is just strong and uh, barring any in- injuries, if he's with us next year, he's going to be a real threat for anybody, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I, I was yeah. telling Wills, I was Wills, I was talking to you about. We saw him play uh, a friendly uh, against <clears throat> Westfield. Must have been two, three years ago, <clears throat> and it and there was like nothing of him. But he's still like quick as anything, but nothing of him. And now, obviously, he's put that size on. Yeah, I was, I was actually at the, dividends. at the Billericay game. I was actually standing amongst some. They must have been his mates, I think, from school. And they all, they all go, I can't believe it's him. He's playing. Look how he's playing. He's so strong. He, he wouldn't have done that two years ago. And you know, don't let Malcolm hear this. He'll have no, yeah, yeah. Can we mute Malcolm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now he's, he's. I don't know. I just, I just, for a fan that's been around for a few years, to see so many youngsters coming through, making it into the first team and actually showing promise, brilliant. That's what sums up Hastings United for me this year, is things like that. <clears throat> well, it's people that you want to see. You know, like I want to see, I want to see people like Freddie Leg on the ball. Yeah. That, yeah. It gets you excited and yeah. you get, you know, Watching a player take people on. And oh, get can you imagine it? Can you imagine him if Tom Tom Chalmers gets back fit and you know, and you've got James Hole as well. We haven't mentioned him. He's you know, he's he's another player that probably Absolutely. with more games he will develop without doubt. So yeah, we're doing something right, aren't we, at the club? Mm. You know, it's not just about the first team, it's a whole mm. club now. Yeah. Which for me it hasn't been that like that for a few years until well, the last four or five years, obviously, take the pandemic bit out. <clears throat> but it's improved and, you know, it's showing dividends now. Oh, God, look who's on. Jesus Christ. Hey. Mr. <laughs> Bennett. Hello, Mr. Bennett. What's You're the right? score? What's the score, uh, sir? Uh, Crow scored just last, last kick of the first half. 1-0 uh-huh. to first. Any good? That's, that's what the noise was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah so, um, it's all right. It's a few about 100, maybe 150 here, maybe. 100, yeah, about that. Nice one. Are they worth? Are they worth their one nil? Um, pretty even to be honest. Two chances. Are, um, not really many clear cut chances, but um, a few little half chances. Yeah, but yeah, not not too bad. Not too bad. A bit even to be honest. Okay. But yeah, hi. All the fun. Bit of a local football. Absolutely. Are right. you are you up one of the floodlights? <laughs> <laughs> it, it is bloody bright, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. Look, I think it's just there. You go. <laughs> oh dear, I was I was getting a bit of vertigo there. <laughs> must have got that. Must have got that bulb replaced at the ground. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Hopefully a parting gift. Oh well. Who's oh, dogs, no, uh, the dogs, mate. <laughs> ben, you ain't got dogs with you. I read my notes from that the other day. What's... Oh, you missed. Where's the dogs, John? Oh, uh, There's James Hull's dogs next door. Kick his bins <laughs> over. Kick his bins over, John. How do you know it's James Hull's dog? He's got white clocks. <laughs> yeah. Right, Mr. Bennett, there's two things I want to talk to you about. Uh, firstly, uh, have you got anything to say about Sir Keith Wareham? <laughs> <laughs> We've all got lots to say about him, yeah. haven't we? <laughs> He's been on form today. Anyone that follows Sir Keith Wareham on Twitter would be royally entertained. Um, well, I, I, legend. Yeah. living legend, absolutely. But the other thing I've got to ask you, Ben. Uh, sorry, sorry, can I actually answer that question? Oh, go on, mate. To follow him, you actually automatically get. All... Yeah. It's just the way Twitter works now, isn't it? You see everything. You don't yeah. need to. He's just that famous. He trends. He trends on Twitter, mate. I might buy him a blue tick. 
<laughs> a blue, a blue what? <laughs> <laughs> he likes it. He likes it. He probably likes a blue tit. <laughs> the other thing I've got to ask you, Ben. Obviously, uh, your other love, Arsenal, Man City, Arsenal. How do we feel it's going to go? I, I honestly, I don't know. I got. I, I expect. I, I expect us to probably get a couple of goals. I'm just worried at the other end. I think we 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 we're, we're well. Um, capable of knocking a couple of past them but I'm just worried about um, we're conceding too many silly goals and Saliba's such a big miss so if I don't know, I think he probably will go with Holden again which is the, the dodgy dodgy one but we've got to back him in the day we've got to back every player on that pitch and then um, we, we'll see what happens but if you offer me a draw now I'll 100% take it it's going to be a long day, but hopefully it's, uh, it has its rewards. We'll have one or two little uh, liveners on the way up with a bit of music. <laughs> we'll pass the time on the motorway and uh, yeah, and then pass out on the way home, hopefully, and then straight into work on the Thursday. Let's hope, away from that, let's hope um, progression for the, uh, the Hastings boys in the semi. Yeah, we haven't spoke about that yet. So, Worthing. Well, yeah, we'll wait there. We can just keep talking about this then. Yeah, anyway, so yeah, I, I got there confident that. Um, well, we could have a little, have a go anyway, and then because they'll be worried about us just as much as we're worried about them. So we'll see. I think it'd be a high scoring, high scoring game. Just hopefully, we get the uh, get the result. And uh, how much did you laugh when uh, Tottenham were five nil down in twenty minutes? <laughs> how much did I? Laugh? How much did you laugh? Dead <laughs> stopped. It, it was it was amusing, wasn't it? You got you got to say it's 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 a bit of a circus what's going on there, isn't it? It's just it's crazy crazy situation. But yeah, it's laughable. But we don't, we rise above that. We don't worry about that because uh, we've got an important thing tomorrow night to worry about. If, if you take if you take away the first twenty minutes, I thought it was a solid one all draw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they had a good go second half, didn't they? Right then, let's move on to Worthing then. So. Worthing played a few games. They're not probably going to play their first team. Uh, Does anyone know their team they played tonight? Yes, yeah, their first team. For full first team tonight, yeah? They're winning 2 0 at half time. Is Rodari playing? Yeah. He is, yeah. I think it looks like their first team anyway, but I'm not, you know, I mean, I'll look for Rodari if I'm honest. Uh, but yeah, they're winning 2 0 at half time against Chess Hunt. So that's a playoff match, isn't it? Yeah, he's got he's got to really concentrate on the playoffs, hasn't he? What a prize that is! I'm sure that some of the lads on the bench he might give them a game yeah. tomorrow. I, I don't. I think it's a bit of a psychological trick that yeah, he's more or less saying he's going to be fielding the very weak side. It yeah. won't be him in charge, will it? Or is he taking charge of this one? He's taking charge of it. Um... It'd be interesting to talk to some Worthing fans tomorrow um, because it's on, judging by going on their forum, a few at the club aren't too keen on getting promoted for one reason or another. I couldn't work out why, whether they don't think they're ready for it because it's another, it's a big leap, isn't it, to go Yeah, because they haven't. Is it, is it last year they went up? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a huge yeah. leap to go, to go yeah. national. There's a lot of costs involved. So yeah. I, I do wonder if they're not that... And also, I think they're trying to get some. If they can get a home playoff game, it's really good financially. But if not, it's, it's a, it could be a couple of away games that I won't have that bigger crowds. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's interesting to see why they wouldn't might not want to go up. 
it all depends what team he puts out or what uh, team he fields. And, um, you know, it's it's winnable either way anyway, isn't it? So, mm. at the end of the day, so good luck to him. It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because the, the cup has been devalued a bit, hasn't it? It's It's been fucked around a bit in terms this of the season. fixtures all over the places. Oh, this season's been a mess, hasn't it? And, and it isn't really fair to Worthing, this situation, no. you know. And I mean, I, it gives us a little bit of a break, but we'd whinge if it was us, wouldn't we? Let's be fair. Yeah, and, I, and they'll be really keen to get to the final because it's Bogner, isn't it? It's just like one of their, if not their main rival. Yeah. So I, I don't think they'd have been as bothered if it was Brighton again. I think they lost to last time out. Hopefully we can get to a final. It's good that, you know, the club are keen. It's at the Amex. Um, yeah. Personally, I don't I don't think it should be at Brighton and I don't think the semi-final should be at Lansing either. Agree with you there. I think I think all the all, all the ones that are on the bench tonight will start tomorrow, won't they? And I, you, I think they'll I think they'll play one one or two maybe. See how see how they are after tonight. I'll just I, add a, I'll just add a look. Some of the the ones that are, are on the bench tonight play Saturday. You know, actually started. So yeah, you're right. They're probably gonna a good splatter in the first team players in there as well as a few probably youngsters. Well. Gary, 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 you know, he'll just, he's got to prepare a team to face a strong side and then just yeah. go, go whatever. Not not prepare a side that's going to be full of under 23, under 18s. He's got to prepare the <coughs> face a strong side. So, we'll see where we go. Yeah. To be, to be fair though, I'm going to watch our sides. It'd be interesting as if, if uh, Agent Markham has any info on who might be available for us. I don't know anything. But Georgia, just just a question on that. I don't know much about the Sussex Cup, but um why don't you think it should be at Brighton? But... I I just don't like the idea of, of a, a big ground with ninety percent empty empty seats, which is what it will be. Um and they only open one stand. It's it's great in some ways that it's a Brighton because you know it's potentially a European venue, isn't it, from next season, the way it's looking. Right. And it is it is good, but just just from a fan point of view, I think it would be a great thing to have a ground full. Oh, uh, I, full heard, with I, heard, I heard. I heard the last time they played there, the final, they didn't open up any of the car parks, so you couldn't park anywhere near the ground, and you had to park that down in the town and catch a train up, or go from Lewis. So yeah. that'd probably be the same. So whereas if it was in Lewis, which mate, like George is saying, I I agree with that. I think something like Lewis. Much better atmosphere, more pubs. <laughs> yeah, I know. I agree with with George and what the other guys have said. Really, you, you know, it's. I mean, you could have even thought of. It, I think at one point, I'm not sure on the Sussex Senior Cup, but a, a two-legged final would be good, a good occasion for both both um, sets of fans. But, but I mean, otherwise, a nice neutral ground with a bit of atmosphere there. <laughs> Um, like like Lewis, I, I suppose. Yes. Other than Ben, who's going? I'm going. I can't make tomorrow, mate. John, you're going, aren't you? Yeah, me and Ollie are going. Yes. Malky, you going to be there? No, I won't be there. I've got to work tomorrow, so. Is this uh, um, seems a long way for me? Is this Sky Sports News or is this um, Be in Sports you're working for tomorrow? Uh, no, this is my my normal day job. This one. <laughs> He's on with Keys and Grey, isn't he? He's on with Keys yeah, and Grey. Keys and Grey. Those two. Yeah, exactly. Just for info, the um, yeah. the playoff semi-finals in the South East Divisions on tonight, 
uh, and they're all nil-nil at the moment, both nil-nil. So it's Ramsgate, Hive nil-nil, Whitehall, Beckenham nil-nil. Uh, Come on, Beckenham. Yeah, they've right. got quite full Come on, Whitehawk. Come on, Ramsgate. Yeah, I just Ramsgate. want Ramsgate or Ramsgate. Hive to go up because they're easy Ramsgate. trips for me. No, Ramsgate, lovely place. Probably won't happen then. Hive's all right. Hive's a nice little ground. Quite like going to Hive. Mm. Chris, just want to give a quick shout out for um, John Wright. Yeah, a Hastings United fan he was for quite a few years. He's got his uh, other interests over at Bexhill. Been yeah, just hypnotising over there. He's now been given the manager's job, Bexhill United. So well done, John. Uh, yeah. He was our manager for the fans that we used to have a little kick around every Thursday. He's run everything, and there's still quite a few fans that still used to that go up there regularly now. That played all those games up there, and John was great. And uh, yeah, good luck to him. So. If you're listening, John, I know you tune in sometimes, but I mate. Well, big, big shoes to fill. I've got Chris. I've got one question for you. Go on, mate. Have you recovered from Saturday yet? Oh, what, <laughs> mate? I was. I, I had to work the next day. I don't know how you done it, honestly. I was absolutely ruined. It's that Keith Wearer. Me, he, he makes me sing songs about him. You, you was so close to nose diving down the escalator at London Bridge. If it wasn't. <laughs> He was very, very well, close. I've, I've got a big nose, mate. It'd have been fine. Yeah, was you actually worse than Charlie? I probably was. I don't know. That's, it's, I blame Ben. I blame everyone else. I don't. I take no responsibility. Right. Yeah, I you've already spoken about the day. It was such a good day. I loved. I loved it. I, no, even though I'm later on that half one or whatever, I had a cracking afternoon. It was so good. Good support from everyone. Really good support. Anyway, lads, uh, there goes. Malcolm, John, George, Windy John, Ben, uh, take care and see you hopefully at the game. That's it for another week, grassroots football fans. Whoever you're going to watch this week, make sure you're loud and proud. As ever, if you want to get in contact with the show or have any suggestions or want to get in on our weekly roundtables, that email again is hufcpod at gmail.com or on the Twitter, which is at HUFC Podcast. You can get this podcast on all major platforms, be it Google Podcasts, Audible, iTunes, Spotify, or Amazon Music. And we have a jam-packed YouTube channel, chock-a-block, full of video interviews and episodes from the podcast. Please, please, please give it a look, a comment, or a like, but definitely subscribe. It's all free. All that's left for me to say is, I've been your host, Chris Laverick, Hope you have a good week and see you at the game.